Colgen FM. Online. The sound of magic. It is September 6th, 2015. Happy World Goddess Day. I am your host, Bridget, a.k.a. Raven Moonshadow, and you are listening to The Nest on Cauldron FM, a division of Moonshadow Media. This is a special broadcast, the first of two interviews conducted especially for this day. I will be speaking first with Celia Farron, singer-songwriter, comedian, Make sure that you keep us tuned in for a special featurette broadcast featuring all of the music that Celia and I will be discussing during the interview. All right, so I am on the line with Celia Ferran, singer, songwriter, comedian, and all-around amazing woman. She's definitely um, epitomizes the everyday goddess, and we are here talking about World Goddess Day. Welcome. Thank you, Bridget. Appreciate it. You're welcome. So, you know, we're going to get right into this. We're going to talk about your music, um, you know, and, um, you know, we have World Goddess Day, September 6th. And um, so let's talk about Everyday Goddess because, you know, that's that's a huge song. Um, I know my kids run around and actually sing that song wildly throughout the house. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> oh. What would you like to know? Um, well, you know, how did you, sorry, <laughs> how did you actually come up with, um, you know, what made you come up with the lyrics for Everyday Goddess? And, you know, give us a little bit of background on the song. Sure. I was taking a class in New York City at the New York City Open Center. And um, you might hear it raining here, by the way. It's pouring sort of a, an Arizona desert monsoon rain right now. And um, it's really pretty great. Ah, uh, distracted. So I was in New York. I was taking this class um, on uh, a Celtic mythology and was learning about the maiden, the mother, and the crone, the triple goddess Morrigan. And I write best when I'm walking or driving or kinesthetically in motion or on a train or something. So I would walk through the streets of New York and different pieces of songs would come. And the everyday goddess chorus part of the song came as I was walking in the streets of New York. And it's, you know, it's really no big deal. I'm just an everyday goddess, doing all my goddess duties, trying to find a way. I am the maiden and the mother and the crone, but it's really no big deal. It's just another day. So that came to me while I was walking. I sat on it for years until I recorded my very first solo original songs album. I was doing Celtic music previous to that. 2003, I recorded an album called Breathe. I was working with a wonderful artist named Willie Porter, and he was saying we needed just a few more songs to round out the batch of songs that I had brought. He said, give, give me everything, everything you've ever written a snippet of, everything. And I started naming off some titles, and I named this one and that one. And I said, there's this everyday goddess little thing that I came up with. He said, what? I said, it's everyday goddess. He said, do that one. I said, are you kidding? Really? Is the world ready for that concept? Am I ready to put that concept out there? And he helped me design it so that the song really worked as an empowerment piece for women. And the song that was never meant to be on the album became probably my most popular song to date. So it's one of those little blessings that just comes along. I love the concept of Everyday Goddess because, you know, we've we have a culture in religion that says that divinity 
and source needs to be out there outside ourselves. Many of us were raised with this concept of this big man in the sky, man, masculine figure that was away from us that we pray to him and we you know plead to him. And so this concept of everyday goddess for those of us who are embodied in the feminine this time around, I think it's just so empowering to think that divinity is within it is me, it is now, it is goddess, it is every day. And so that's what's been such a wonderful journey with the Everyday Goddess song and connecting with women who have thanked me for that song because they just never thought of themselves as anything because of the messages they were getting from culture. And this Everyday Goddess concept really has allowed many women to be open to their goddessness, their divinity, and that we do so much and we're so amazing. So this song has been really dear to my heart and I've really enjoyed the process as it's evolved and as more Everyday Goddess songs are coming through. So thank you for asking that question. It's been a wonderful journey. That's awesome. I Like I said, I, I love that song. My children will, will run and scream and sing through the house, um, Everyday Goddess. And if not that one, then, you know, they're on board with Trestle. Um <laughs> <laughs> you said they're on board with Trestle? Oh, yes, they, they love Trestle. That just cracks me up. <laughs> Anytime I mention your name, there's always someone who says, wait a minute, Molly, isn't that Trestle? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, we might want to explain that for the listener audience because that could be very confusing if you didn't understand what was really going on. It's very true. Um, I know this this one of your lovely alternate um, comedian personalities, Trestlefoot Fairy. Um, and gosh, I don't even know how many different songs. I, I, I know my kids sing along to most of the ones that I allow them to listen to. Um, <laughs> bless you, bless you, bless you. <laughs> Not all of them, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, and what I say when I... I, and I put out the Trestle for the Fairy CDs even when I sing at a church on Sunday morning. And I say to people, you know, these are my Irish songs. These are Irish stories. Like for kids, this is comedy. If you're prudish, stay away from this one. Which is interesting because a lot of people pick it up right away and say, oh, that's not me. And they look at the back and they start laughing and they take the CD home. Um, Trestle's probably most popular song to date is, it's called the Hoo Hoo Song, but it's better described as Dr. Bronner's, which for those of you who are unfamiliar, is peppermint soap. They have other flavors as well, but the, the peppermint soap is the one the song is about, and it's called Dr. Bronner's Makes Your Hoo Hoo Tingle. And I will actually, um, I will play that one in, shortly, um, so all of our listeners can hear. Yeah, um, I know I can sing along to that one in the car quite loudly. Um, <laughs> Happily, I have a 19-year-old daughter who enjoys the songs with me, so... <laughs> oh, that is just so delightful. And for those of you listening out there, if you hear Everyday Goddess and then you hear the Trestlefoot Fairy, it's just a vastly different experience. Um, just know that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love to switch it up, you know. I just love my theater background and comedy and laughter and play. I also love the divine and the sacred and I love singing like an angel. People tell me that all the time. Your voice is like an angel. It's like singing from the heavens. So I love being able to do both and everything in between. I love it. Well, I think that make, what makes you, um, I mean, to me, that's what makes you, you know, so amazing. You literally... 
you I can go from you know one speed to another and always find something of you know of yours that I'm going to listen to that I want to listen to um, that feeds my soul for whatever purpose um, you know I'm needing at that point in time um, you know if I need that that pick me up <laughs> for a hard day Trestle the Trestle for Fairy is right there for me so <laughs> you know but you know when I need to get into my goddess groove um, and it, and that really depends. I know you've got Quan Yin. Um, that song calls to me uh, on so many levels. And you know, let's um, can we talk about that? Can we talk about Quan Yin and and you know where the inspiration for Quan Yin came from? Sure. Yeah. Boy, I haven't really played that song live in a long time. I I might do it for the World Goddess Day concert that's coming up on Sunday. Uh, I'll just speak about that really quickly. I'm doing a concert online where you can watch it wherever you are. I'll be in Arizona, but you could be in Zimbabwe, and you could watch it if you have Internet access. And so I plan to work that song up again to sing it live on Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific time. And you can go to concertwindow.com backslash Celia Farron and get directly access to it or go to my website celiaonline.com to the calendar page so i'm not sure when this will air but sunday the 6th of september so that song kwan yin um i was in michigan on tour i was living in wisconsin at the time i was in michigan on tour i went into a metaphysical bookstore and i picked up this little book on goddesses and it was like one little page for each goddess and i was very drawn to kwan yin i didn't know who she was at the time but being the goddess of compassion and the goddess of protecting children i was just really drawn to her i was doing some storytelling for kids actually in a week-long residence program another leg of my career and same trip I, oh, this is such a good story. I love this story. I had a date open on my calendar. I think it was a Friday or Saturday or something, which if you're an independent artist and you're on the road and you're like me, an empty date on the calendar kind of puts the fear of the goddess in me. And uh, it's like, how could I possibly be out on tour and not have a show? So I decided to let it go, which, you know, almost everything I've ever let go of has claws on it, but I let it go. <laughs> Well, marks on it. And so That's let scary. it go. And I decided I was just going to show up and be of service. I didn't know what it looked like. I didn't know what that was going to be. But I was in Ann Arbor, which is my alma mater. And I decided I was going to sleep in my truck that night. I did a lot of that in the early days because I just didn't have the money for a hotel or the contacts yet to stay in people's homes. So I slept in my truck and I decided I was going to be of service. And as I drove into Ann Arbor, I saw a banner over the main street that said NAMI, National Alliance of the Mentally Ill. Um, NAMI changes lives or, or saves lives. I'm not sure exactly what, what it was, but I had a connection with NAMI because I'd done some benefit concerts for them. Um, this mental illness having all of the stigma attached to it in this organization really helps to remove the stigma and help people and families who need help around mental illness. So I decided I was going to call them. So I went to the library in the days where I didn't have a cell phone with internet connection. I went to the library and I went and got online and I found out where the chapter of NAMI was and I called and there was this sweet, sweet lady and I can't remember her name now. I, I, I have a thank you note from her somewhere in my files. And um, she, she, I said, I'm, I'm a singer-songwriter. I'm in town. I'd like to be of service. Are there any events happening that I could help 
provide music for. And she said, oh, that's so lovely. We're sitting down for lunch. Could you call back later? <laughs> I called her back in like an hour. And she said, well, we really don't have anything. But tomorrow we're having a, a mailing party. Would you like to sing for the mailing party? I said, sure. I will come and bring my guitar and sing for you. And I did. I sang for people while they were stuffing and licking and sticking envelopes to send information out for NAMI. And there I was sitting in the corner while they were just gabbing and doing their thing, singing songs, going, why am I here? What is this about? And being absurd. Nobody's paying attention to me. Of course, the ego goes nuts. And so I'm just going, why am I here? Why am I here? finish his song and this man comes through the door from another part of the non-for-profit building and he is just so excited to see me there he walks right up to me and says who are you and what are you doing here your music is just amazing and I said oh I'm just playing for the mail <laughs> 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 he introduces him as his name is Jan and he is the founder of an organization that's in the non-for-profit building called Hear My Voice which is for children who are in adoptive situations and don't have the opportunity to speak their own truth or their own voice or their own desires, especially if they're very, very young. Oh, wow. Well, he turned out to be the father, the adopted father of baby Jessica, not the one that fell down the well. But in Michigan, there was, I, I don't know how many years ago it was now. She's a young woman, I'm sure now. But she was a child who was adopted. And then I think two years later, I think it was two years later, the birth parents wanted her back. And the birth parents fought and actually did get her back. So the man that I met adopted her and then lost her two years later. So I got a chance to hear that story firsthand. And so those two things, connecting with Kuan Yin and then learning the story about Jan and baby Jessica, and also my best friend Lori was going through this with her granddaughter, whose name is Morrigan, which you'll hear in the song. Um, these things all came together, and that is how Kuan Yin came to be. And I wrote it in a little cabin up in uh, the northern part of Michigan where there is a wonderful uh, festival that I was doing the schoolwork for, and that's Kuan Yin. Wow. That's awesome. Oh my goodness. Um, like I said, that, that song, it, it reaches me probably, um, I would say, you know, from, uh, from my childhood memories. That's, that's how that song reaches out to me. So, you know, when I get to that place, it's, it's one of the songs that I put on. Um, uh, I would definitely say it's very much a, an empowerment song. Uh, at least to me, it's very much an empowerment song. Mm. Yeah, so, thank you. So let, let's talk about let's let's talk about uh, World Goddess Day, um, you know, for for a second, and you know let's let's talk about um, you know, I guess, do you have a favorite goddess? You know, I, I I know you sing about many different ones. Do you have a favorite one in mind, or are you just? Yeah, I'd say I'm particularly drawn to Bridget these days. <laughs> uh, <laughs> isn't that funny, Bridget? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know why, but Bridget songs just—I can just—I could write them all day long. I just don't—I don't know why, but I'm just really feeling connected to Bridget. Got a chance to go to Kildare in Ireland this spring, this past spring, and we brought back uh, the Sacred Flame. So I've been flame tending for Bridget, and um, we brought back some Sacred Water from Bridget Wells all over um, Ireland. 
And we also went to the Chalice Well in England. So I'm feeling very drawn to Bridget, the, the Celtic, obviously. Those out there who can't see me, I am sort of the spitting image of a Celtic lass. I've got the long red hair and the blue eyes and the fair skin. And so that being my background, um, Bridget. And I'm working on an album of all Bridget's songs. And it's coming together slowly, but surely. I think there's four Bridget songs now. I'll do some of those on World Goddess Day concert as well, the online concert. So uh, I had the wonderful opportunity to work with Selena Fox on one of those songs where she had written some words on her Facebook page. And I just the melody just came right through and I went and recorded it and I, I let her know and she was very open to it and then recorded her voice on it as well. So I put those two things together. Um, pretty exciting. I love that kind of collaboration. I'd love to work with more women who are connecting with goddess energy to do some more of those voiceovers as I go forward with that project. And th those songs are available on my Bandcamp page, celiaonline.bandcamp.com. And there's karaoke tracks. So if you wanted to sing them for your ritual or for your own private practice with my voice, voice in the background or without my voice in the background there's options there as well cool very cool um earth girl i was actually just listening to a snippet of earth girl right before i called you to um you know just get a quick ground you know you said oh you know if you need to ground yourself and i was flipping through and i said you know and i just clicked it real quick and it was, I said, oh that's that's it that's what i needed go figure i needed some some earth to uh to, to set me right and ground me, but, um, so any background stories on Earth Girl, where it came from, how, how, how she came about, I love stories, and I love that you always seem to know exactly where you were when, you know, when, when this came to you, um, to me, oh, I, yeah. I, I say that's like more of the fun, the whole life of its own, every <laughs> single one of them, um, Earth Girl, well, I, I'm from Wisconsin. I grew up on a farm. I was a real tomboy, climbing trees and digging in the dirt and playing with goats and horses and and the little kitties. And you know, I just had a real um, earthy upbringing, which I thought was terribly uncool at the time. No <laughs> but way. looking back at it, I'm very grateful for it. So I came from this real. Uh, you know, my parents were back to the landers. We milked our goats. We uh, got eggs from our own chickens. A lot of really holistic, um, the, what people dream of now. And but I was drawn to the city. I was drawn to New York City. I always wanted to be a big star. So I, you know, grew up in the farm, and then I moved to New York City. Lived there for about four or five years. Lots of concrete, people, dirt, you know, toxicity. And I would love to go to Central Park and get a, just a little bit of grounding from trees and from green things. Then I moved back to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And after living in New York, moving back to Milwaukee felt like the country. And it's not a small town. So I wrote that song about, you know, going from one place to the other and remembering that Earth Girl in my middle. You know, that she's, she's always there and coming back home to that energy so that's what that song's about and in it i do something with in celtic tradition it's called mouth music so it's really kind of fun to to do that and when i do it live i ask the audience to join in and it's a kind of a fun moment because some people most people won't because <laughs> <laughs> it's hard it's really hard to wrap your brain around it when you're not when you can't see what's going on but you're hearing these sounds like 
Tiny 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 Oh my gosh, that's that's fabulous! I, I I've never heard of just you know it, it called mouth music. That's actually kind of, huh? Okay, yeah, look it up online. It's a really it's a great uh, tradition, and it, this is what I heard about it. I heard that there was a time in Ireland when there were such, such strict rules that you know dancing and uh, making music was not uh, an not available and the instruments were hard to come by as well so make music however you can so making rhythm with the tongue and with the teeth and making um really great you know you know irish music is just so fabulous and if all you have is your voice use it so as there's a song not listed on your on you know on on your um playlist for your concert but uh, it's one that I particularly love Lady Liberty and um, I've always wondered where you were at, at what point or what was happening um, you know that you know that, that caused you to really to, to send out that call you know to Lady Liberty you know justice and you know where did it come from? Honestly, like, I mean, I just, I, I want to know where, you know, what was going on? What, you know, where did it come from? What was going on? I mean, some, there's always a good story. Like I said, something was happening, something was going on. And, um, I, I know there's been a lot of craziness going throughout the country. And that song rings through my head a lot, uh, when people mm -hmm. cry out about injustice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I was inspired in, in many different ways for Lady Liberty, which is a co-write with my mother, actually. And um, I asked her to come on board and help me write that song. Her name is also Cecilia, so written by Celia and Cecilia Farron. Pretty cool. And, um, of course, the Lady Liberty League is something that Selena Fox and Circle Sanctuary started as an organization that helps people who have been discriminated against because of their faith, particularly people of pagan or Wiccan faith. And it's a wonderful organization that uses the concept of Lady Liberty. We see her as, you know, the Statue of Liberty. She's a symbol for our country. But I didn't know this until I met Selena and learned about the organization. I didn't know that Lady Liberty was a goddess libertas. I didn't know that she was a goddess first. I think it would be pretty cool if the nation knew more about uh, where Lady Liberty really came from. She's a goddess. She is a goddess. And so that piece was the foundation. I think I probably started the melody when I was at PSG, Pagan Spirit Gathering, uh, one year. And then it really came to a head when the first rumblings of discontent of Governor Scott Walker in Wisconsin came out. I am from Wisconsin, and I was hearing about all the protests and seeing all these amazing uh, videos and learning about just what he was doing, which was so, so against my principles of social justice and community. So those two things together brought forth the Lady Liberty song, which is a live looped recording, something that I do live that a lot of people who haven't seen me live don't... don't uh, know is that I do something called looping. So what I can do is record a track and play it back. And then it loops around again and again, and every time I can add something new. So that song, Lady Liberty, was recorded live, which some people might have a little hard 
time grasping because you'll start to hear me harmonize and then you'll hear the drum come in and then you'll hear you know the guitar as well and different rhythms but it happened from beginning to end all live there is a video of it on my youtube page which i think is celiaonline.com d-o-t-c-o-m but you know go to my website celia which is celiaonline.com and you can go to my youtube page i wrote it in albuquerque New Mexico, and that was, I don't even know what year that was, several years back, and I have just such a strong place in my heart for social justice, for freedom of belief, I, I believe that when we are really free, feel free to be who we are, and believe what we believe, and speak our truth, and allow others that same respect, that's when we'll have the peace that we say we want. But there are as many religions on this planet as there are people. There are as many belief systems on this planet as there are people. And some of the most um, misunderstood are people who practice pagan and Wiccan faiths. As I've met many, many people through the symbol song, uh, I have, you know, one of the things I say is some of the people who practice paganism behave in a more Christian way than some of the Christians that I've met which I find fascinating, absolutely fascinating. I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. Um, and it, it, it is a, it's an eye-turner. It's a head-turner to make you go, hey, hey, whoa, wait a minute. Um, but um, you collaborated with your mom on another song, um, which is actually based off of a poem by Khalil Gibran. I have, yes, I have to tell you uh, that was that's his poem on children. It's um, he is one of my favorites, and that actually that poem hung in my bedroom. My godmother, um, when I was just a baby, she had uh, she actually painted the poem on paper with a background that she had painted of children laying in the grass, and that hung in my bedroom. When I was a kid, I never knew what that meant. I would read it and go, yeah, I don't get it. And then um, when I had my first son, I, I already had three daughters. When I had my first son at his blessing, the priestess who did his blessing read that. And I suddenly said, aha, no way. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and then, um, actually, I found your music shortly thereafter. I, you know, I want to say like a couple years, it was like a couple years afterwards, I had found your music, and then I, I, I found that song, and I was just, whoa, blown away. How, you know, everything it becomes so interconnected for me, and I can connect those dots uh, with that song. And so people always, uh, they ask me, oh, do you have a favorite thing that you like to read? Or... Uh, you know, a song that you like to play during a blessing, and I said, actually, yes, and it's the exact same thing, whether it's a song or the poem, it's the same, and so that, that comes up quite a bit, and I just wanted to mention that really quick, because um, I know you mentioned collaborating with your mom, and you collaborated with your mom on that as well. Yeah, yes, and that way, not through the writing, because of, that, of course, that is Gibran's work, but... And I, and what, no, this is cool, Bridget. Um, I can actually do that song live because I put my mother's voice in the box. Oh. <laughs> She's now become the lady in the box, huh? Yeah, my mom, uh, you know, it's funny. I said that once and somebody else said, boy, I wish I could put my mom in a box. <laughs> <laughs> so I recorded my mother's voice into the looper. 
And so even when she's not with me, when she is with me, we do it live. But when she's not with me, I can do it in a way that her voice will come through while I'm singing, which is just such a cool piece of technology meeting sort of ancient, familiar community wisdom. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's a piece I haven't done in a while. Thank you for the reminder on that. <laughs> can I also mention that um, we talked about Everyday Goddess before, and you can actually get that song free. If you're listening out there, write this down or put this in your phone, celiasings.com. So it's C-E-L-I-A sings.com, just how it sounds. And you can get three free songs by going there. You can download them. And it's also a way to get on my mailing list. Now, if you just want to grab the songs and then you want to nix yourself off the list, that's cool. But I would love to be in touch with you if you want to stay on the list. I've been doing more online concerts, which I'm really excited about. So it doesn't matter where you live, um, as long as you're available and you have an iPad or an iPhone or a laptop and what Wi-Fi, you can tune in. Uh, I think you were actually, did you watch that last concert, Bridget? You know, I unfortunately did not have the opportunity to. We ended up out and just not in a place where I could, you know, pull up my phone and, and log myself in, unfortunately. So I well, missed it. Well, that's okay, it. because we're, we'll be doing more of them. It was, it was such a great success. We had people from all over the world tuning in, you know, fans that I haven't even met yet, which is such a cool, cool thing. And fans from all over the country, some that I have met, some that I haven't, some who will probably never be able to travel to me, and I'll never be able to travel to them. But it's really an intimate experience. You can chat with um, other people who are watching at the same time. Charlie was out there in the audience typing to people and then taking requests. Because when I'm looping, when I'm doing that really complex looping piece, it's so hard for me to watch the screen. So he was giving me the requests that people were shouting out on the chat room. It's a really cool thing. So Celia, sorry, concertwindow.com backslash Celia Farron. And if you go there and you follow it, then you'll find out when I'm doing concerts. And I've done one last Wednesday, recording them as well. So I'm going to have live versions of these songs for you available soon. And then Sunday, the 6th, I think this might be airing on the 6th, uh, all goddess songs. So really positive, powerful women's empowerment. And then maybe I'll do a comedy show. And then maybe I'll do a blessing show. And then maybe I'll do an all-request show. So there's all kinds of options and I'm looking forward to building my fan base so that when I do go on tour next, I can do bigger shows and we can have lights and we can have incredible sound and maybe dancers. I've got this producer in my head that has all kinds of visions of how I want to be shows in the future. <laughs> hey, producers in your head, that's, that's great because they're less expensive than, you know, the actual producer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've got, a, I've got a whole committee up here that likes to talk. <laughs> that, that's fabulous. So, uh, <laughs> so you do, I mean, you, you have a lot of, you know, goddess songs. And, and I'm going to ask because some people are, you know, are probably wondering, why the goddess and why now? Mm, it's time. It's, it's overdue. And, you know, I feel like the goddess has been really resurfacing. Uh, was that a question? Did you want me to answer? Yes. I, no, I really wanted to answer. Okay. Um, I just thought I got excited and I wanted to talk about it. You know, the, the goddess, um, women's empowerment, uh, bringing the feminine back out from hiding underground in this very masculine, very forceful culture 
that we've been living in. And I feel like the goddess has been emerging for quite some time, and a lot more men and women are becoming more in tune with the divine feminine energy. And now, for me, it feels like it's time to bring the goddess and the god, the feminine and the masculine together into balance. And I have a new verse for the Everyday Goddess song, which I've only done live. I haven't recorded it yet. And it really in incorporates the God in there as well. And both. This, this sense of both, this sense of balance. We all have the masculine and the feminine within us. We are in bodies. And we're seeing it with a culture of, um, you know, the gay and lesbian culture where, you know, gosh, when I was growing up, that just would have been unheard of to see a celebrity come out as gay, that we're able to marry who we want to marry, regardless of what kind of body we are in, that we are starting to embrace someone like who might want to be in a different body, who resonates with a different masculine or feminine energy. And it's coming back to me to be about soul's purpose, love, connection, community, presence, beingness, which is a much more feminine trait than get out there, do it, and take down whoever you have to in the process process, which just simply isn't working. It simply isn't working. It's hurting a lot of people. It's affecting our health. It's affecting our relationships. It's affecting our financial situations. And it hurts. It's just a really hurtful thing. And I've talked to so many women, and I, I can resonate with this myself. I mean, I have a lot of masculine energy. It's how I get stuff done. And I'm learning that if I keep doing it that way for long enough, I will damage my body, my mind, my spirit. So coming into balance just within my own self and my own experience is part of my personal path. I know I've talked to lots of other women who also felt this. You know, I'm working and working so hard. And we worked so hard for so long to be the men in our in our own lives, to not need a man because we've been so hard hurt by the masculine over time and, and culturally. So this, you know, push, pull, frustration, depletion is something that I believe this goddess emergence can really help heal and learning to be in the quiet and be in the dark and be in that space of receiving and asking for help. I'm smiling at myself right now. <laughs> These are things I was not raised with. I was raised in a culture where it was all about pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and not needing anyone, like a fierce man who went out and hunted what they needed and got the job done. And that didn't leave a lot of room for my inner child, for my feminine, for stopping and smelling the flowers, for looking at beauty. And that feel it feels like it's time for, for all of us. Men, women, doesn't matter what body we're in. Masculine and feminine coming into divine balance. And I love that there's a World Goddess Day. When I heard that, I went, it felt good. It felt good to see a website out there and somebody declaring... And I can't, I can't pronounce her name. Maybe you can, uh, it's an author from Brazil who came up with this. And there's, there's events all over the world happening on Sunday, the 6th of September. 
so there's wonderful places you can actually go physically, and I'm, I'm doing an online concert, but there's gatherings and there are um, rituals going on and talks and things that you can learn more about this. It's time. It's so time. And with, you know, as we've got this, this bubbling up of the, the GOP wanting to control women's bodies. It's, it feels like the last flailing effort to squash the feminine. And it, it will not work. There are too many awake, alive, present, vibrant women out there saying, mm, no, that is, that is not okay. And, it's not a, and, and there's a lot of awake, alive women out there who also get that it's not time for us to take over. You know, like, okay, now it's my turn. Men squashed. No, it's not that either. <laughs> it's this masculine, feminine balance. You know, in my song, Women With Wings, I sing, I might have to sing it to get the words. We are, we are women of women. We, we are women of wisdom. We are women of wings. We embrace our radiance. We celebrate the masculine. So one of that to be about embracing our radiance, but also celebrating the masculine. Because one without the other leaves us devoid, leaves us bereft, leaves us unsatisfied, leaves, leaves us feeling like, well, gee, what can I buy to fill this hole? And that's not what it's about. So thanks, boy, I just got on a big old soapbox there, didn't I? I got on a Dr. Bronner's tingly hoo-hoo soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I think everybody needs, you know, I, I, I think we all need that. And, and, you know, you're absolutely right. There needs to be a softening because you're brought up as, as a, a young girl growing up in this world. You're brought up to be told, you know, be tough as nails because nobody's going to cut you any slack and they don't take time for that softening that you know that more compassionate side that you know that slower side that just says no we're just going to be you don't need to get out there and put on your boxing gloves and go you know knock down something or as as you know you're talking about you know smashing the men um, squashing the men just reminds me of Hulk smash Hulk smash um, you know we don't <laughs> Sorry. This See, I hang out with my kids a lot. Though. I love it. You know, so I, I think it is needed. I mean, for, for many of us, um, we celebrate the goddess every day. But I, I think it is nice to have, you know, a day where we can say, hello, world. You know, the goddess isn't just in the details or just somewhere else. She's here. She is everywhere. You know, she is in each and every one of us. Um, so I, I completely uh, resonate with what you're saying. I, I think it is time. I just, it's nice to hear someone else say the exact same thing. It's it's time. Um, and it looks like the woman who um, started this initiative, looks like her name is Claudine Prieto. Yeah, thank you for that, because I was having such a hard time trying to figure out how to say her name. Bless her. Bless her for taking oh. the energy and the initiative. I, as somebody who started things, uh, I know what it takes. And so I, I have the utmost respect for what she's doing and what other women are doing as a result of her saying, I, I declare this day. I, I doubt that the government put their seal of approval on this world goddess day yet. 
uh, I think she said, no, this this is going to be World Goddess Day. And it's the second one. I, I missed the first one. Yes, and I was, you know, I was reading that. And last year there were, they said, just more than 50 events worldwide that were held. And, you know, I think as, you know, as people become more aware and, you know, uh, not only just in an awakening sense, but just more aware of, um, you know, this day, the World Goddess Day, I think more events will start happening the world over. Um, and I think, you know, it's definitely her time. So, yeah. So I agree. It is her time. You know, I was in England, um, in Glastonbury, and they have a goddess temple there. I've been at several different goddess temples across the um, the globe. And th this is what's so great. I wish there was one of these in every town, and in particular at every rest stop on the freeway. <laughs> <laughs> every rest stop? Yeah, every rest stop on the freeway. You know, I, I think there should be a, a goddess temple where men or women could all go in. And it's, it's like a red tent where everything's red and there's flowers and there's beauty and there's goddess images and there's candles and you go into the, the one that I'm talking about in Glastonbury you go in you take your shoes off and you can just be here and there are people maybe snoozing or meditating or laying on pillows or just sitting in the energy field um, journaling drawing just being in that sweet feminine space it was palpable walking in there it it created a, a really beautiful feeling within me but also a yearning for more of this but we need more of this and women gathering is a beautiful thing men gathering is a beautiful thing and men and women gathering is a beautiful thing in a sacred wonderful space designed for ah <sighs> Just being, being authentic, being able to say whatever is true, being able to be in your fear, in your joy, in your love, in your rage, in your grief, whatever it is. And as most people who are in feminine bodies have deep, deep, deep feelings. Not that men don't either, but the, the feminine is the feeling flowing part. And like you said, you know, you get out there, nobody's ever going to cut you a break. We've learned to cut off our feelings, not listen to them. We've learned to, you know, get out there and use our strong muscle no matter what we're feeling. And that's powerful, too. You know, the warrior goddess is a powerful thing so that, you know, when we have to go take care of children or we need to be there for community or a dying parent that we don't crumble. And some of the strongest people I know are women. Giving birth is... I mean, you know about this being... You're a midwife, aren't you? Uh, I am a doula. I'm not... I'm, oh, you're a doula? Yep, I'm a, yep, I'm a doula. So I'm supporting mom through that process. Yeah, the birthing process. I have never given birth uh, physically to a child, so I cannot speak to that. But I have great respect for it. And I was born, so I was there for that part. And, uh, <laughs> and we all were there for that part, whether we have children or not. It's an amazing, powerful thing, and it comes through women. It comes through the female body and the masculine is there to support that but that is powerful stuff um god what was it i posted a video recently um you didn't come from my rib no i didn't come from your rib you came from my vagina oh yes, <laughs> yes <I laughs> no, no matter how you slice it everybody who got born here came through a woman's body uh 
unless there was some immaculate thing that I'm not aware of yet, but that, you know, we all came through our mother's bodies. That is some sacred, powerful stuff. Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I am going to wrap us up, my dear. Um, but, you know, I do want to let everybody know, remember, go to CeliaSings.com. Get on Celia's mailing list. I promise she doesn't spam you. I'm, I'm on her mailing list. And so you only get really awesome uh, information, information about concerts, new music. It's, you know, fabulous stuff. Um, no spam. And grab the three free songs. Everyday Goddess is one of them. Um, and Celia, if you can please give me the concert link again. Yeah, sure. It is concertwindow.com backslash Celia Farron. And my name is spelled C-E-L-I-A-F as in Frank, A-R-R-A-N. And that will also be up on my, that show, I'm going to put that on my website so that you can go to my calendar and find out how exactly to get to the show on September 6th, World Goddess Day, 2 p.m. Pacific time. Fabulous, and that's 5 p.m. Eastern for anybody who doesn't know that. But we will, um, you know, I'm going to tune in. I'll, I'll be listening in. Um, I'm sure my kids will be listening in. They'll be all excited. Um, and it's video as well. It's not just audio. Oh, yes, that's awesome. It's like watching a concert. See, I love technology. I know, you, right? know, you know, it's useful for certain things. Yeah. <laughs> All about the balance. It's, it's useful for some things. <laughs> Not everything, but some things. All right, well, it has been a pleasure talking to you, talking about your music. Um, you know, I, I, I think we've been chatting for a, a few years, a, a fair few years now. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's been great. I, you know, and I've, I've loved watching... You know how your music has evolved, um, you know, and what's coming out, what's new. Um, so that's exciting. You know, oh, um, Tribe Celia. We should talk about that really quick. Tribe Celia. If you want to get in on all the latest and greatest, you want to help, um, you know, spread the word, get the word out there. Celia is on Facebook. There's an awesome Tribe Celia group. Um, do you happen to have the link handy? I don't think I have it handy. I think if you look up Tribe Celia, you'll probably find it. I think you're right. If, if somebody's out there going, geez, I can't find this and I really want to be a part of it, go to my website and email me and I will hook you up. To <laughs> All right. Fabulous. All right. Thank you. Thank you again. I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you too, Bridget. Thank you. All right. Happy World Goddess Day to you. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll chat with you later, hon. Take care. All right. Bye. That does bring us to the end of today's show. Make sure that you're tuning in for the special featurette broadcast of Celia's music, as well as part two of the interview series for World Goddess Day. Before I leave, I will leave you with the Hoo Hoo song, As Promised, for Moonshadow Media Productions and Cauldron FM, I'm Raven Moonshadow. Thank you for listening in to The Nest. Do, 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 do. Dr. Bronner's makes your hoo-hoo tingle. Ladies, you know what I mean. Do, 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 do. You can always tell the folks that use it. There's a smile on their face and they always smell clean. 
Don't let them tell you that it's not okay. It's personal hygiene, and oh, by the way, Dr. Browner's makes your hoo-hoo tingle. Ladies, you know what I mean. I'll get the Dr. Browner's, and you go get the wine. Let's meet up in the bathtub and have a real good time. I'll scrub away your sorrows. You promise all my pain. Let's meet back here tomorrow and do it all again. Do, 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 do. Dr. Browner's makes your hoo-hoo tingle. I use it every time I get the chance. Do, 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 do. Dr. Browner's makes your hoo-hoo tingle. It feels like a peppermint patty in your pants. Don't let them tell you that it's not okay. It's personal hygiene and oh, by the way, Dr. Browner's makes your hoo-hoo tingle. Ladies, you know what I mean. I'll get the Dr. Browner's and you go get the beer. Let's meet up in the bathtub. Let's stay there for a year. I'll lather you with laughter. You clip my fingernails. Let's meet back here tomorrow and forget all life travails. Do, 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 do. Dr. Browner's makes your hoo-hoo tingle. Makes you smell all fresh and clean. Do, 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 do. Dr. Browner's makes your hoo-hoo tingle. It feels like your hoo-hoo just swished Listerine. Don't let them tell you that it's not okay. It's personal hygiene and oh, by the way, Dr. Browner's makes your hoo-hoo tingle. Ladies, you know what I mean. I'll get the Dr. Browner's and you go get the tea. Let's meet up in the bathtub and have a scrubbing spree. Your skin will start to pucker, my toes will start to prune. But when can you meet again, dear? I hope it will be soon. Do, 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 do. Dr. Bronner's makes your hoo-hoo tingle. Showering was never more fun. Do, 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 do. Dr. Bronner's makes your hoo-hoo tingle. If you read the label, it says we're all one. Don't let them tell you that it's not okay. It's personal hygiene and oh, by the way. Dr. Bronner's makes your hoo-hoo tingle. Ladies, you know what I, ladies, you know what I wish I could show you. But ladies, you know what I mean. Happy birthday. Around the planet on the World Wide Web. Internet Radio.